Hey guys, how's it going? It's me, Nick. Welcome back to the Stone of Thoughts podcast. You're on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you can listen to a podcast. We're on it at this point. And how's everybody doing? I hope you're having a great day. I hope your commute's going nice, your morning wake and bake or roast and toast. Me, personally, right now, I'm just getting off a night shift. And uh, I got this good old bowl packed. I have a iced coffee. Don't worry, it's decaf. I don't plan on being up all fucking day today. Um... So yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. I got a donut sitting here waiting for me after I'm done recording. Like, ooh, it's my treat. I do that to motivate myself, especially when I'm getting high. It's like, okay, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get high. I'm gonna smoke. I'm gonna tell a couple of stories. Like, I'm, I'm gonna do this, and then I'm gonna eat this donut, and it's gonna be great. And then I'm gonna go to fuck to sleep. Not saying that I'm actually gonna go lay down and pass out as soon as I'm done recording, but hey, it's a possibility. You never know what could happen. So a few of these stories are going to be about crazy things that happened when me and my buddies were teenagers and smoking that we never expected to happen. And a few of my friends have reminded me of some stories because they're starting to get it on the podcast and starting to give it a listen or two. And they're like, yo, I remember that happening, man. Or yo, like you left this detail out or you forgot to tell this story. And I was like, yo, all right, cool. Text me the stories that you guys want me to tell on the podcast. So this story, again, my, a couple of my buddies don't want me to name them because they have jobs. Where uh, they can't be smoking, they get hurt or something, get drug tested, you know, or if the rumor gets around that they're smoking, I guess they could get in trouble. So one of my buddies was like, dude, don't mention my name on the podcast, man, but you know what, hey, here's a story for you. So this story is going to be about the time that we went to Del Taco, literally at like 1230 at night. Because the one that used to be down the street from our house was open until like, yeah, like 2.30 a.m., now, mind you, they, I'm pretty sure they hated us because they stopped making food at, like, a certain time of night. And after that, everything literally had to be, like, pulled out and made fresh. So, lo and behold, three stoners walking down the street that late at night, showing up and be like, yeah, we'll get, like, give us, like, six, two, two each, right? I guess six, okay, we'll go with eight bean and cheese burritos with red sauce. You know, like, like the basics, the basics, man. And I was like, oh, and a large fry and three macho drinks. And that was it. That's all we ordered. I figured that would be a pretty easy order for a Del Taco to fill out, even that late at night. Like, I've worked restaurant. So I kind of like, I kind of get it. It would piss me off at that point in my night if I was getting off in an hour and a half. I had already cleaned my kitchen and had to stop. Go make this fucking dumbass kids order. And go back into, like, just back into work mode. And yeah, I skipped the moment of silence to split the audio today because I was way too excited to tell this story. So what ends up happening is, number one, the cashier starts acting like a complete bitch. I mean, I hate to call somebody that. I really do. Don't get offended and click away, people. Like, she was just acting genuinely bitchy. Like, she was like, what do you want? Really? Oh, burritos? Red sauce or green? Red sauce. Okay. And you want to add a fry to that? Like, oh, the, the audacity. The audacity of our stone asses to order a fucking large fry. Or macho, sorry, not large, macho fry. This late at night. And so we get our food, and it's literally like the shittiest Del Taco burritos I'd ever had. It was like when the bean bin was getting a little bit empty, and they didn't feel like refilling it. So... They were the skimpiest burritos I've ever had from any Del Taco, right? Just bad. Like, there wasn't a whole lot of cheese in there. And the re- amount of red sauce, I think they did it just to be dicks. 
but they literally like slathered this shit in red sauce. Like, I mean, there was so much sauce on this. You bit into it, you would think you were biting into a fucking sauce packet. Like, you could barely taste anything else but the red sauce. And me being me, by the way, guys, uh, pro stoner tip here. I always open up my Del Taco burritos. I get the basic bitch burritos, right? And stuff the fries into them. Now, pro stoner tip part two. You order the carne asada loaded fries from Del Taco. The, the fries with everything on it, with the carne asada and shit. You open up your basic bitch bean and cheese, and you load it with carne asada, french fries, sour cream, and guacamole. And I think it has chili and cheese on it, too. Dude, I know it sounds weird. I know it sounds disgusting, but hey, the old, the old adage, don't knock it till you try it. Now go. Go to a Del Taco that's near you immediately. A 24-hour Del Taco at 5.53 in the morning. And get yourself one of those fucking burritos and one of those orders of fries. And fuck it up. Hell, smoke, smoke after you get it. Go home. Make the, make the magic burrito. Smoke, then eat it and drink that sweet, 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 sweet pib soda. Mr. Pib? Is it Mr. Pib? It's not Dr. Pib. It's Dr. Pepper. I always thought it was Dr. Pib when I was a kid. Pib. I think it's just called Pib Soda. But, uh... Regardless of what the name of the soda is, Pib, you know what it is. Get some of that shit. Because that shit is like Dr. Pepper, but better, in my opinion. Another soda, controversial, I know. But one that I really like is Tab. Tab Soda. I think it's the... It's pink or red cans... It's just called Tab. It's really good. I like it. It's great for mixing with gin. Even though I don't drink, used to, if you guys want to try it, gin and Tab Soda. Slow gin and Tab Soda. Or slow gin and cherry Dr. Pepper is really good, too. Shouldn't be recommending this to you guys. Take my stories as entertainment. So, basically, we're at this Del Taco, and we're getting, like, reamed by the fucking staff, right? Like, we are getting absolutely, like... Like, chewed the fuck out. Like, in the most passive-aggressive way that I think is possible. Because she wasn't being, like, rude on purpose, I think. She was just pissed off that we came in that late and that they had to re-clean a couple things. Which, I get that. Back then, though, I didn't understand why she was being a bitch. I asked her, I'm like, are you mean to everybody that comes in this late? Sorry, I had a hiccup there. And she goes, no... I just, I get off in like 30 minutes and I don't want to have to be here and sit and wait for you guys. And we're just like, well, all right then, don't trip. Like, we're only going to be here for like 15, 20 minutes. You best believe, just to be dicks, we finished our food, left. And when we threw our food away, like, we, we went over to where we had just watched this woman take a trash can out. And my buddy goes, oh, hey, here's a trash can. I didn't think about it at the time, but I realized now later, this is one of the details he added in is that he deliberately threw his trash into the trash can that this lady had just taken out. Yeah, kind of a dick move. I would not recommend doing this to anybody. Because, like, this shit would piss me off, too, if somebody did that shit to me. I would be, like, visibly upset had I just emptied a trash can and somebody threw trash into it. It happens at my work all the time at the gas station. Like, I will empty all the trashes outside. I'll go outside at, like, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning to recheck them. And suddenly, like... Two or three of them are halfway full of, like, fast food bags and, like, road trip trash. You know what I mean? Energy drink cans. Like, that type of shit. 
and yet it's a little bit fucking annoying. Because as somebody who would get pissed if somebody did this shit to me, I understand where this lady was coming from. I understand why she was irritated and shit. We come in super late. We were obviously stoned. Like, we were totally under the influence. To be honest, I'm surprised she didn't just call, like, the police on us or some shit like that. But, yeah, that's, that's the story of the night that we were assholes to a Del Taco lady. And then after that, we went back home, took our leftovers with us, and, like, I tried, I tried really hard to eat one of the extra burritos that we had laying around. But I could not bring myself to eat the amount of red sauce that was on this burrito. I just couldn't, man. Like, like I said, it tasted like you were biting into a hot sauce pocket. Pocket? Packet. Packet's the word. Packet's the word I'm looking for. Iced coffee. More caffeine. Just kidding. It's decaf. I just like the taste of coffee, alright? Don't judge me. So, this next story is going to be about the mall. It's going to be about the time that me and my buddy went to one of the midnight releases of one of the Call of Duty games. I can't remember which one. I will be 100% honest with you. I want to say it was either Black Ops 2 or Black Ops 3. And, uh, well, we smoked before we went. So let me take this hit, and we'll get right into that. Enjoy the music for a second. So, this next story, the midnight release, the Call of Duty, and I remember now, I believe it was Black Ops 3 that we went to. I can't remember, it was either 2 or 3. God, God help me. I, I need to stop smoking so much weed when I'm trying to record this shit. But anyways, that's a little loud, let's dial that back. So, we smoke, we go to the mall, we're walking around for a couple of hours, we're hanging out outside the GameStop, we're big chilling, we're sitting there like... Full on relaxing. And then you get the hardcore Call of Duty fans that show up, right? And these hardcore Call of Duty fans are literally, like, looking around like crazy. Like, trying to find a spot to cut in line. Trying to find some way to sneak around people. Like, oh, like, one guy walks up to us because we were a little bit ahead in line. Because, again, we had shown up to the mall early. But there was already people literally, like, camped out there. And these two kids walking and go, oh, hey, guys. Like, what's up? And we're like, who the fuck are you? Do we know you? And look, oh yeah, we go to school together. I'm like, I have no idea who the fuck you are. Are you trying to cut in line right now? And like the minute I said that, the people in front of me and the people behind me especially looked at these two kids and said, uh-uh, back of the line, you fucking assholes. Like they were pissed. And the people in the front were like, God, you guys are trying to cut in line. You should have got here earlier. You knew there was going to be a big ass line. I guess they knew each other. And so these two kids were like, oh, thanks, jerk. And the dude like, like, looks at me with this look on his face that's like, I'm going to kill you when I get the chance. And if I get the chance, you best believe you will be dead. Like, like that, that, like, fucking Red Hood look. Like, I can't believe you let him live. Like, some shit like that. Terminator level. Like, like, I was terrified. The look he gave me, if looks could kill, I would have been smited on the spot. It would have been like taking like a bolt of lightning to the dick. I can't think of a better way to say it about how much this kid looked like he wanted to hurt me. And so they get kicked, they get kicked to the back of the line and they start go, people start going in and getting their games and like buying consoles, controllers, like the limited edition Call of Duty, 
get this, and then you can get a little tiny statue for your desk. And I get it. If you're a hardcore Call of Duty fan, be a hardcore Call of Duty fan. Own up to it. Be the best you that you can be. Get there as soon as you can. Get that shit downloaded. Me personally, I just do the digital downloads now. Like, I haven't actually bought a physical copy of a game in years. I want to say ever since uh, the PlayStation... Three? The last game I remember buying was um, like on disc. That's a hard one to think of. Give me a sec. I'm sure I can come up with it. Actually, the last game I bought on disc was a used copy of Warcraft 3. And I still have it here somewhere. It's in like a box in my, my, my dresser, like in storage, I guess. But it's a, it is a OG copy of Warcraft 3. Not World of Warcraft. Warcraft, the RTS, real-time strategy for those of you that aren't complete fucking nerds. Where you control individual units, you control your armies, you build defenses, you build a base, that kind of shit. If you, if you don't know what it is, just look up StarCraft. And there you go. That's exactly what it is. Just with Warcraft. And that, that that's the last game I remember buying on disc. I can't remember the actual, like, console gen last time I bought a game on disc, but I want to say it was the PlayStation 3. So, what ends up happening is, we get in there, we get our copies of Call of Duty, and we leave. And as we're fucking leaving, mall security is looking at us like, oh, you guys got two bags? And we're like, well, yeah, we each got a copy of Call of Duty. And he's like, oh, I thought they were only eliminating it to one per customer. And this security guard literally was trying to hustle us out of one of our copies of Call of Duty. And I was like, nah, dude, not happening, man. It's like, oh, well, you know, like, uh, well, you're not supposed to have two copies. It's one copy per, like, uh, per group. And I'm like, bullshit. There's, like, crowds of, like, ten people all hanging out together that are going to these midnight releases and getting all these copies. And, like, I, I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that a security guard was trying to hustle us out of our games. And actually, the same fucking thing... Now that I remember, this is the last game that I bought on disc, and it was a copy of Kingdom Hearts 3 for my mom as an, like, early birthday Christmas present. I got her Kingdom Hearts 3 because my mom is a gamer. All right, guys? Let, let me give you some backstory on this shit. My mom played The Elder Scrolls Oblivion, and when she got it, no one else was allowed to fucking touch it until she beat it. When she found it was one of those games that you couldn't beat... Anytime she wanted to sit down and play it, everyone had to be, like, either be silent or just go do something else. Because my mom had this orc character that she built, right? Champion of the arena, had this really awesome armor, like, got the dragon armor at the end of the game, like, had all these crazy high stats. She was boosted in sneak. She could hit any shot with an arrow and sneak, and it was basically, like, dead. Person was dead. That, that was my mom's orc. And then she played Skyrim and got, like, some boosted-ass character with unlimited sneak. She could just sneak literally right in front of people and they wouldn't be able to see her. And I'm not talking about, like, take a potion of invisibility or drink some kind of ring or drink some kind of ring. Wear some kind of ring or something. Or enchant your armor. I mean, just straight-up badassery. And my mom had played Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. And beaten both games. And played Chain of Memories on the uh, Game Boy Advance. I remember she... I think she tried to. I don't remember if she ever beat it. I think she did. I want to say she did. Because she really liked Kingdom Hearts. 
So I got her Kingdom Hearts 3, and I got her the poster that had uh, Sora, Donald, and Goofy standing with Woody with the blue backdrop. And uh, it came with, like, a keychain. I think it was a keyblade on it, if I remember correctly. And it came with this really nice box. The case was super shiny and shit. And I remember not being able to help myself from giving it to my mom, so I just handed it to her. And gave her the poster and everything. And she was like, oh my god, Kingdom Hearts 3, I finally get to play it. And I was like, yeah, it's yours. And she's like, what? You're not just letting me borrow it? I was like, nope, I bought it for you. I have not played through Kingdom Hearts 3 yet. I've not beaten it myself. That's it's, it's on the list of games that I need to play and beat. But again, back to the main purpose of this fucking story, right? So Security Guard is trying to hustle me and my buddy for one of our copies of the new Call of Duty game. And we both basically told him to eat shit. And he started to be wanting to be a dick and, like, following us. And we just left. He was like, hey, you guys can't leave. You only get one copy per, per like, group of people. And I'm like, I'm wondering how many copies of Call of Duty this fucking security guard, like, scalped off of kids. And even then, when I went to go get my copy of Kingdom Hearts 3 for my mom, I had some, like, random person come up to me like, oh, hey, that's my copy, like, yelling at me and shit. I'm like, I have my receipt with my name on it right here, dude. And he's like, he took my copy of my game. And I was like, really? What's your name? And, like, another security guard came over, thankfully this time. And goes, okay, let me see the receipt. So I hand him the receipt. And he's like, what's your name? And the kid goes, uh, well, it says it right there. And he's like, uh-huh. How do you spell it? And I was like, oh, thank God. Because nobody spells my fucking name right, guys. It's Nicholas. But it's not N-I-C-K-O-L-A-S. It's not N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S. It's not N-I-C-H-J Nishlas. Some fucking language spelling. I don't fucking know. And it's not like N-I-C-H-K-L, whatever the fuck, Niklaus. I don't know. It's Nikolas. N-I-K-O-L-A-S. Y'all can see my name on the anchor page. Nobody can seem to spell my name right. And for a long time, a lot of like my like Mexican or Hispa- um, Hispanic, let me be correct here. My Hispanic friends, like their moms and stuff, would just call me Nico. Which was kind of weird for me at first, but, like, I only ever met two people that had their names spelled the same way as me. And one was, like, hella Asian, and one was, like, hella, hella Mexican. They were both really cool dudes, actually. And what was weird was we all kind of had that same, like, mellow, chill vibe personality, so we just kind of thought it was funny that we all had the same name. But, yeah, that was that was interesting. And so when I asked him, he goes, how do you spell them? I'm like, N-I-K-O-L-A-S. He goes, oh, all right, cool. Here's your game, dude. Get out of here. And the kid was like, no, no, it's not fair. Like yelling and screaming and throwing a bitch fit. Mind you, it's not like a kid, like a child. It's a kid, like a 15-year-old. Like a young adult. Like someone who's supposed to be mature as fuck. And it's just being an absolute shithead. So, that being said... The next story is going to be about a time that one of our friends got too high and turned into an absolute shithead. Started being a whiny little prick, yelling at everybody at the session, basically demanding that we let him, like, smoke for free, essentially. Which, again, if anybody remembers the episodes that I've talked about, the stoner economy, allow me to go over it real quick for you. So at the top, you have the guy that's got either the house or the weed. You know, the house that's chill, the parents aren't there that often, you guys can go and smoke there whenever you want, you're not going to get in trouble. Or they have parents that don't give a shit that you smoke. That, to us, was one of my buddies, whose name I can't say on the podcast. Then you have the next tier of people, which is the guy that has, like, a piece 
or Bud, and then the other guy that has, like, Bud, money, or a piece. Interchangeably between the two of them. The two or three or how many people you have that fill that gap. This is the most common place to be in the stoner economy, is to either have Bud, have a piece, and have a friend whose house you can go and smoke at, or you guys can go smoke at the park or somewhere. Like, you have a spot. Like, you're useful in the stoner economy. And then you have the kid that just normally has money, who can give the kids that get weed the money so that they can get the weed from their plugs so that they can go to the kid at the top's house and go smoke. And then there's, like, everything's interchangeable at the two top levels. Like, you can have, you can be the guy with the place, you can be the guy with the weed, you can be the guy with the piece, or you can be the kid with the money. Then you get into the lower tiers of the stoner economy, which is, like, the, the moochers, for one, who are like, oh, hey, oh, let's pack a ball, I'll match you. And they either don't match you, or they show up with, like, some bunk-ass, skunk-ass fucking shit that does not get you that high and tastes like complete garbage town. It's either that, or it's the kids that want to always fucking, like, they, they nix your bowls. Like, they, they, they're not your bowls, your nugs. Like, they'll fucking come over to your house, and you'll have, like, an eighth. They'll leave, and you'll have slightly less than an eighth. Like, maybe, like, one of your big buds missing or some shit like that. They steal your weed. I've had friends do this to me a couple of times, and it really pissed me off when one friend did it. Because I was like, dude, that's my shit. Don't be stealing my shit. I had a bag of Old Pal, um, Old Pal Sativa Blend Shake. Just straight up shake. It wasn't even like nugs. And it was a half ounce in a bag. And he got mad because I wouldn't let him smoke for free. So what ended up happening, I was like, oh, I'll go to the bathroom, man. I'll leave to go to the bathroom. I come out of the bathroom at my old house. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? He literally had my baggie open. Well, not baggie, but like the little pouch thing that they give you with it. Open. And was putting weed into a baggie. I'm like, dude, it's shake, man. Like, come on. Like, we're going to have to smoke, like, three bowls of that to even get high. And at first, I wasn't mad, but then I got, like, pissed off. I was like, you know what? Grab your shit and get the fuck out of my house. And he fucking was like, oh, so that's how it's going to be, man. I told you I was out of weed. And I was like, dude, had you asked, I would have given you some of my nugs that are in the lockbox underneath my desk. Like, had you asked nicely, had you just been honest, been like, I'm out of weed. Can I bum some off you? I would have been like, yeah, dude, here's a couple nugs to get you through the next couple days. You don't got to steal shit, guys. That's the number one thing about stoners. Is we're, we're, we're normally, nine times out of ten, if we know you're someone that'll pay us back or we know you're someone who's, like, you know, trustworthy. In my case, anyways, a lot of the time, I'll just let you smoke with me and I won't give a shit if you pay me back or not. I just want somebody to smoke with. It's not a big deal. It's not hard to discover. But allow me to get into the story about the one time that one of my friends turned into a little shit. After this hit and after this bit of music, be right back. Fuck. Okay, guys. So, this next story, definitely about a time that one of my buddies became a little shit. He got way, 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 way too high. He took edibles with us. Then he wanted to smoke. Then he wanted to take a dab. Then he wanted to smoke again like an hour later. And then we went out in public because, you know, we decided like, oh, let's just go for a walk and mellow out because this friend got way too fucked up. So long story short, what ends up happening is he literally like sits there and just starts being an asshole in the backseat of the car. He's like, 
I don't want to fucking go anywhere. You guys can't make me do anything. I don't feel like it. I don't want to go for a walk. I don't want to go to this fucking park. Like, it's cold outside. And we're like, dude, stop being a dick. Like, stop being a fucking asshole. He's like, fuck you guys. I don't need to deal with this shit. Gets out of the car and starts, like, trying to walk away. We're like, dude, you're way too high to be left alone in public. He's like, fuck you. I'm going to do what I want. He wasn't like, you know what? Fuck him. We literally let him leave and walk. Like, we let him just leave. So he's walking through the park that he calls us. He's like, can you guys come back and get me? Sorry, I was a dick. And we're like, oh, at least you admitted to being a dick. But uh, we can't leave. It's like 1030 at night. And he's like, oh, are you guys fucking serious? I got to walk back to the house. So we let him walk back to the house just to prove a point. Because, again, this guy was not one of, like, the usual friends in the friend group that we smoked with. He was one of the kids that, like, you know, your moms made you guys hang out together, and we eventually converted him into a stoner from being a good kid. Because he smoked once with us, and he liked it, and then we just kind of got him to keep smoking with us. And he eventually became chill and became a member of the circle. But at this point in time, he was just kind of that kid that we were sort of forced to hang out with. So we really didn't give a fuck if he was upset at us or not, because it's not like we were going to hang out with him the next day. So... He ends up walking home. I felt bad, so I, like, look at my buddies. And I'm like, let's go walk down and meet him. Like, let's not be dicks about it. My buddy's like, no, nah, fuck that guy. And we're like, all right. Like, me and one of my friends walked down and met him, right? He's like, oh, you guys, you, 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 you came to meet me. You didn't make me walk alone. And we're like, oh, dude, you know, like, we can't let you out in the cold, stoned as you are, like, the way that you were being right now. Like, that'd be fucked up. Like, we can't do that to a friend. We were totally down to do that to a friend. I mean, he wasn't really a friend. Again, I repeat. But, like, later on when he became super chill and became, like, you know, the stoner that everybody wants to become, man. You started wearing nothing but, like, comfy baggy clothes and, like, hoodies and shit all year round. Like, even in the summer when it gets hella hot out here, he just wore a really lightweight hoodie. It was kind of awesome. And the fact that, like, he became that pothead that everybody aspires to become was even cooler, man. Like, he became, like, the king of chill vibes. To this day, this kid is still, like, one of the chillest people I've ever fucking met. And it's awesome. And I'm really happy for him. And he's doing really, really great now. He's not as much of a dick as he used to be. You know, I think we all kind of mellow out once you're at the age of, like, 23, 24. I feel like you kind of sort of just, like, coast through the rest of existence. Because, like, after you leave your 20s, from what everyone's told me, it all starts to go downhill. Like, your health starts to decline. Like, you're, like... Ability to uh, do anything sexual declines like your mental state kind of starts to go by the time you hit the age of like 55 60 like you know tempers begin to fly passions begin to become like something different than what they normally are like what they used to be and the older you get the more you realize things like Things just don't matter. Like, for me, I've been thinking about... Okay, let me segue away from this real quick. I need another hit before I get into this shit. This is about... We're about to get some real stoner thoughts on the podcast for the first time in a while. Take a sip of my coffee, and then I will talk to you guys about some weird shit. Coffee, coffee, coffee. So an important thing to remember, guys, and this is something that I've told so many people in the last few months, it's kind of become like a, like a, not like a mantra, because that's like a poetic statement, I believe is a mantra, 
But like a phrase that like I'm kind of starting to live by and that's that the bullshit that happens today isn't going to matter a year and a half, two years down the road unless it's something that like lands you in like literal jail, right? So as long as you can kind of like behave, vibe and absolutely just coast through life and don't be a dick to people and be nice, you'll be fine. Live your life, enjoy things, but don't be a dick to other people in order to enjoy your shit. Have your passion, chase your passion, do what you want to do, be who you want to be. Because nothing that happens today is going to matter, even a year, two years, five years, ten years down the road, unless it's something you're doing to make and manifest your own success. For example, like me recording this podcast, does it get a whole shitload of views when I first started doing it? No. I've been doing it for about, like, what, a year and so many months now? And now that I'm doing it more often, I'm enjoying it. I'm telling you guys stories. We're all participating. I want to begin to form, like, a community around this and, like, have Q&As, maybe get people on the podcast. Like, this shit would be so cool, and that's eventually what I would love to turn it into is a legitimate radio podcast show, something like that. But I really wish, wish that I could see so many more of you guys pursue your passion and go for what you really want to be and be who you want to be. Be the person you wanted to be when you grew up. Or become like a version of yourself that's better than whatever you ever could have dreamed of being. Enjoy your own existence more than anything else in the world because if your existence is shitty and your world is terrible and dark and dingy and gray and blah, that's how you're going to feel. If you surround yourself with that kind of like activity and that kind of people and that kind of emotion then you're just going to keep bringing yourself down. And there's no need to bring yourself down because the world already does that for you. You don't get good without bad. You don't get awesome without lame. And you don't get, like, you just don't get the good without the bad. Like, I can't think of a better way to say it. You got to move through the bad things and focus on the positive things and the good things that can bring, like, a little bit more light and a little bit more happiness into your world. Because if you hold on and cling to those negative thoughts and those negative emotions, trust me, I know from personal experience, that shit can consume you. And that'll become all you think about, all that motivates you. Whether it's anger, whether it's revenge, whether it's like, you know, passion, whether it's like, and yes, there can be good and bad passion, all right? There can become passion when it becomes an obsession. Something that you're chasing after endlessly and you just can't quite reach your goals. You get so frustrated when you can't reach it. I understand that. I've been there, guys. I go through that a lot, actually. Like, even, at, even for example, at my job last night, training a new guy. I'm sitting up front and talking with him about, like, a couple of interesting things. Getting to know him a little bit because I got to work with him, so I might as well get to know him. And I get a text from the boss man that says, don't be standing in the front just talking while other people are working. Because the other, gr- the other girl I was with last night was making ice bags for the whole five minutes we were having a conversation. Now, I understand my boss is my boss and he has to tell me, hey, keep working. Don't be fucking around at work, basically. Like, But even then, you got to enjoy yourself and enjoy your job and enjoy everything else. Did it make me kind of nervous for a couple hours at first? Yeah, I got a little anxious. I was like, man, I wonder if he's watching the cameras. I wonder if I'm in trouble. Like, is he going to say anything later? Like... But then I realized, today's my day off. Even if he sends me a text again about it, telling me off about it, 
or saying that I'm not doing something right as far as training somebody else, that's fine. That's his opinion. He's allowed to feel that way. As a boss, he's allowed to say what he has to say. And as an employee, it's my job to respect that, do what he tells me to do, and listen. And I can't make any better argument than that, guys. Sometimes you gotta just roll with the bullshit, deal with the punches, and, like, accept things as they come. So, hopefully you guys took a little bit of words of wisdom out of today's episode. I wasn't expecting to cut that deep into everybody's, like, stoned moment. Like, if you've been smoking this whole podcast and I just dropped that little bit of fucking wisdom on you right there, I'm not sorry. Deal with it. I'm not sorry at all. Maybe it's something you needed to hear today. Maybe it's that motivation that you need to find to push yourself through your day, whether it's just work, looking for a job, living out of your car. Sorry if that's ever happened to you. I've been there, done that. Going through, like, the motions of just this incredibly crazy life that we live. This max, like, what, 110 years at this point that, you know, half of us, more than half of us, like, 90% of us are not even likely to make it to the age of 95. Like... This, You only get one life, so do what you gotta do to enjoy it and motivate yourself. Pursue that pleasure. Pursue that enjoyment. Pursue those things that make you happy. Go comment on the Instagram, guys. Go tell me a story about a time that you, like, beat your emotions or something like that. Or, like, just tell me a fun story if you guys want me to share any of it on the podcast. All the links are on the Anchor homepage. Um, don't know what else to tell you guys. But... I hope you guys have a great day. Stay stoned, stay awesome, stay happy. And I will talk to all you guys on the next episode of the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. Goodbye-bye.